It's the English in English podcast. That's that, Brett. That's Eric. Yep. Almost, Don't talk over me. We almost messed it up. <laughs> yeah. We've been, getting, we've been getting better about that. We're trying. It's something, I, I don't do it too often anymore. It's something I stopped last week. Yeah, I see what you're doing there. <laughs> it's something really that doesn't bother us. Yeah. God damn it. <laughs> right. We're used to talking and like knowing what the other person is going to say, so we don't need them to finish the sentence. Well, we're like two computers that can speak at two different channels. Like We can have in and output at the same <laughs> right. time. It's not slowing us down, you know. But... but it can be cacophonous to someone listening. Yeah, exactly. Like I can both say what I'm saying and listen to the other guy saying it at the well, same time. Also, the English is renowned for cutting people off because we yeah. know what they're going to say. So we're like, all right, yeah. move on. I already, knew, <laughs> yeah. I already know your argument. Like, Let yes, me destroy it yes. right now. You told Brent. He told me. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> It's also just our inherent superiority complex, I guess. Right. I don't need to hear what we, you're saying, son. We both need to be talking. Right. <laughs> we have a, we each have talking sticks that we're holding. <laughs> yeah, we're both holding talking sticks. And that means my penis. <laughs> well, our penis. I'm not. We're not both holding your penis. We have one penis. <laughs> our penis. No, I mean our peanut peni. <laughs> right. There you go. <laughs> just to be clear, no homo. No homo. All right. Well. Probably the primary thing to talk about uh, this week, as everything recently, is the campaign the stuff. Primaries. Yeah, primaries. Primaries. Primary season. Primarily. Which Donald Trump is poised to get the most votes in the Republican primary in history of the country. Yeah. Um, I think we were talking about this just a moment ago, but I think it's one of those cases where leading into a lot of people were talking about like you know not seeing Trump doing that well and everything and I think it is totally underestimated how many Americans were out there feeling that nobody represented them and so they hadn't been involved in the political process for a generation well, they don't you know understand I mean? why he's doing well they don't understand what right. he's doing they don't understand right. anything about right. it they're so disconnected the you know right. beltway leaders the people or not the beltway but the um, you know, people in D.C. are in their bubble right. world, and all the pundits that, that advise them are in their bubble right. world. And all they see is, oh my God, he said that? That's so horrible. He's definitely That would be a faux pas amongst our circles. Well, your circles, everybody hates. Yeah. Right? Like, the they majority, don't even like each other. <laughs> right, yeah, exactly. The majority of America does not like you or your leadership anymore. No one cares what some cuck thinks about. Right, yeah. And you finally have someone who, who comes forward and saying, putting the country first. Right. What's interesting is they all along, these same people always talk about how black people should vote for their own interests, how certain minority group gay people should always vote and for their self-interest, right. and all these groups should vote for their self-interest, and like, oh, they want, if they're black, they should want a black person. They're uh, gay, they want gay people. They're women, they should vote for women. Like, so we're American. If you're gay, your only concern is gay rights. You right. can't also be concerned about the budget. But I mean, I'm just know? saying that they get that, like, groups should vote in their self-interest yeah except when it comes to america voting in america and someone who says hey i'm pro-america and i'm gonna put america first yeah. and then all of a sudden they don't just don't understand what's happening their brains explode right yeah. no it, it's well exactly what is happening is that they can't acknowledge it because that's against everything they fought for which is to make sure that the host immune system doesn't kick in you know what right. i mean <laughs> they don't want America to put America first because that means the immune system's working. I mean, that makes sense from the liberals, but for like the cucks, it just. Right, yeah. Just... Well, the, the cucks are just conf- uh, a host body that's already been converted. That's true, yeah. They're just, they're, they look like a different species, but the virus is riven throughout them. They, and they serve feel no bad purpose for but... pulling the leech off, basically. Right, yeah, exactly. But it'll die. <laughs> right, yeah. But the leech will die. I've come to, I named it. This right. little leech here that's sucking my blood, and I'm 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 just desiccated. <laughs> I'm just so desiccated, but I love my leech. Don't hurt the leech. <laughs> it's ridiculous. Yeah, um, but it's glorious. The 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 epicness of the Jimmy rustling is just feeds my soul. <laughs> right. If nothing else, it feeds my soul. 
Yeah. I think I've mentioned this before, but like, because they, like, uh, Trump is always saying he hasn't even started on Hillary yet. Right. And she's already falling into his frame with like that women card right. thing. Did you see that? Oh, he's gonna. Just, he's thing? setting her up so bad for this job kick that she can't even oh, see yeah, it. Oh yeah, yeah. Like that's she another can't thing. Even to see it. He, every all the pundits, of course, who said that he, Trump would never make it this far, are also calling that he wouldn't stand a chance against Hillary. They need to be like Cruz. Right. All the people who've been wrong for the past seven months are. We're supposed to believe them about what's going to happen for the next seven months. Right. And meanwhile, people like me, who has actual money. Who made my decision on what's going to happen months ago? People like Cernovich and Scott Adams. For those who don't know, you, you bet I back when it was bet. like 12 to 1 for Trump to even make it through the primary. And I, I bet when it was about 6 to 1, no, it was 6 to 1 to be the, the primary winner. And now he is a seven, negative 700 favorite. So now yeah. it's reverse, like 7 to 1 right, yeah. favorite. It, and it was a 6 to 1 Everybody's estimation dog. changed that much. Right, in, in that amount of time. So that made my call back then. Right, yeah. And it's people like Scott Adams and Cernovich, and the, but they're we're supposed to still listen to people who've been wrong the entire time. Right. But what's so funny about it is the reasons they're wrong, like to them, all they can see is the bona fides of being part of the in-group, the accepted, yeah. like I said, the accepted establishment part of Washington that like, uh, you know, even though the lib, you know, the liberals or the Democrats, I should say is a more appropriate term. It's not liberals. It's Democrats. Not the Democratic the Party. Sense, right. right. The Democratic Party. Well, I'm just purely talking about the political machine at this point. So right. it is... The Democratic Party and the leftist part of uh, D.C., they may come across as hating Cruz and other Republicans. They are still – like this is an analogy we've made before. They're still right. part of the team. It's the same thing like lawyers. Right. The reason a lot of people hate lawyers, they probably couldn't articulate, but the reason is and they know it in their guts is that a lawyer may argue for you to get off on the law, right. but they're not arguing – typically against whether or not that law is wrong right they're not really fighting for you they're just playing the game and they'll right. find like ooh, they'll argue on your half of the game like they're they're the, they're trying to carry the ball towards your end of the end zone but they're not saying this game is bullshit i never asked to play right get and i should be bound by these rules yeah these, get what me are out these rules here. anyway yeah right so when you have a situation where there's a whole bunch of rules and things and ideas that you want to get completely rid of you don't want a good lawyer you want someone who smashes the system who's not willing he's not even who said who doesn't actually regard that who says I, I just yeah, yeah I disregard I do not recognize the authority of these rules and I'm right. going to bust them down that's what we have someone who's actually standing up there and saying like don't even know if we should be in NATO and stuff it's right like, yeah uh, fairly obvious but still it's unheard like no one would ever say yeah that. like the balls no to say that would have that yeah. would have been like even if everything else you said was right like 10 years ago if somebody had said that like if Bush or Obama or something. Even like a leftist person who was all anti-war said like, maybe we should get out of NATO. Everyone oh, would be shit. like, what yeah. the fuck is this right. guy talking about? It was like some sort of assumed sacred cow that we keep these commitments. Right. Well, because they're, they're globalists. It's all right. about like, they're not they're not actually fighting for America. Right, yeah. Exactly. Like, you know, they, they just want America to be the guy who foots the bill for these, right. Right, their grand ideas about some sort of special... All right, that's why he, even saying things like that, like, hey, maybe America shouldn't pay for everything, is just like, what? Yeah, exactly, you know. Like, but it's so glorious because it's so about? common sense. Like, look, you know, every other, like you said, every other country puts themselves first, you know. Right. Except for, you know, there's maybe a couple other dumb ones who don't. Like, obviously, the UK. ruling people of, like, UK and Germany right now are not putting their people first. No, but only the Western countries. Right, yeah. That. But, I mean, like, yeah, China. Russia. Puts themselves first, <laughs> yeah, Russia, Russia. And the only real pro- reason that we have problems with Russia and China is because we're not willing to stand up for ourselves to them. You know what I mean? Like, right. I honestly think, like, some people have this hard on for, like, oh, China will go to some sort of anti-communist war. Oh, my dick's so hard. It's like, right. honestly, we probably wouldn't ever get into a beef with China if we didn't um, also, do all these dumb decisions that got our economy entwined with them in these scammy ways. Right, but they're also very wedded now to a functionally capitalist system. Like, they're right. not going to just give up selling all this stuff to, no, to, no. to I mean, support communism. Right, but I mean, they're obviously doing stuff like it's been a long-known thing. 
they allow companies to produce there so that they can see how they do it and steal the plans. Right. And steal yeah, the, the technology. Reverse engineer stuff. the technology. Steal um, stuff that's under copyright law and all that kind of international yeah. copyright law and everything like that. And if we had actually bothered to like stand up for ourselves and our companies and their intellectual property rights and A, to it discourage and them from sending jobs get, over there in the first place. make stuff as cheap as possible. Right. It, we'd probably be on a better footing with them, A, in terms of power position, but it probably would also make the um, relationship better because it wouldn't be one of them thinking they have these dumb rubes. Right. It wouldn't be as, like, adversarial. Right, yeah. It'd be like, you know, like, it's something people misunderstand. A lot of times right. people misunderstand in life. They think if you are aggressive at all, it's just bad. Right. And they don't well, understand that, like, overall, proving that yeah. you can't be fucked with can actually make things more peaceful. Right. You know what I mean? Because then they won't try and fuck with you. And therefore, right. like, a lot of people will start fights because they think it will be easy to get away with something. Right. But Well, that's even what Trump said in the latest Ford. One of the things right. he said was that our military's going to be so strong that we'll never use it. <laughs> right, yeah, exactly. They that's misunderstand hilarious. that concept of, like, sometimes the whole, like, uh, if you want peace, prepare for war kind of concept. Right. Where, like, a lot of times you don't have to go into a fight if it's clear to the other people that this is not going to be a push It's going to be brutal, yeah. Right, and so the... and. Now, of course, you do have to rein it in because you get those people who just get a hard-on for, like, we've got all this military equipment and we've got to use it somewhere. Oh, let's right. intervene in the Middle East, you know? like Right. And you have to you have to be that balanced person that, A, is not got some fetishist anti-military stance, right. but you don't have some fetishist pro-military oh, yeah, stance either. You know, you've got to be a balanced person. You understand the power and purpose of aggression, but you don't uh, have this, like, hard-on right. to make sure you prove... You know, use tanks to prove how big your dick is, you know, right, or something exactly. like that. Or to prove that, you know, oh, Russia said this about me, well, I'll show them when I airdrop one contingent right, of like, Marines. Oh, it's like, break. okay, cool, yeah. yeah. The Marines will take over the whole country, you know. Right, like, okay. Yeah, okay, man. <laughs> what do we have in the news? Yeah. Not a whole lot, Not honestly. News. I know we have Captain America coming out soon. Yep, I think that'll be cool. I, I am be great. I'm cautiously Hopefully. optimistic. I mean, I'm not cautiously optimistic. I'm optimistic. I'm optimistic. I'm cautiously optimistic for it to be as glorious as I want it to be. Right, exactly. Because, like, the, the cool thing about the Civil War storyline of the comics, although I thought it ended poorly, it was really strong right. setup, and it was really cool. And this is one of those things that peeves me off when I see people who don't know the comics. Like, it was yeah. funny. I'll listen to some people and, like, uh, movie reviewers on YouTube and stuff like that, and they'll be talking about, like, why isn't Captain America the pro-registration side? Like, I figured he'd be about taking orders. He's yes. a soldier. It's like, no, that's it's not what like, being a soldier is. Right. It's not just, I take orders. I'm and they a made robot. it very clear from the, in that in the beginning movie and everything. Right, like, like the whole point, freedom. it's about, he's actually about patriotism, i.e., I. not that he stands up for America just because I stand up for America. It's that he believes in the original ideals of right. These and I think things. they did that a good job in the first two movies. Right. Yeah. Exactly. Especially even the second one. Especially the second one, when it's about like he comes to the future and he sees that you do things a different way now, and it's like this isn't what I signed up to fight for. It's fear. Right. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> and so the comic book Civil War was very much that it was like everybody who thought you know Captain America should be the one like so support your government right and he was like no yeah no I support the truth and right. like you know I support freedom and, and righteousness and fuck you guys and so it was just like yeah you're like god yeah. damn right god damn right you know sitting here being a super nerd fist pumping after reading a comic book <laughs> right. yeah freedom yeah. <laughs> you know go Captain America so I just hope they keep that I'm sure they'll tone it down for the because they try to go they did a pretty good job they did a pretty good job but still like I want it to be so gloriously I want it to be like off-putting to the social justice should watch this movie yeah some people should be offended by it right some people who think like oh yeah I love Captain America the stuff he says should make them uncomfortable right (laughs) I want them to be uncomfortable just like 
you know, the current political climate where like Trump says something like America first, people get uncomfortable. Like, oh, I want Captain America like squirm to you make right, yeah, I, yeah, exactly. <laughs> I want him, I want the movie to have Captain America make all the Hollywood people who made that movie uncomfortable saying those lines. You right. know what I mean? Like, but they're never going to go that far. So Hope, that hopefully they will. Yeah, yeah. We'll see, yeah, but but it should be cool. Um, in the news, all I'm seeing here, just kind of perusing. Um, Drudge Report here. Something about Hillary got less votes than she did in... Oh, wait. Let's see. Clinton crash. Hillary has received hundreds of thousands fewer voters in her 2016 campaign versus 2008. So, uh-huh. this is another sign where I said, I think she's going to do a lot poorer than people think. People yeah, no more, people aren't excited about her. Well, and also, the problem is all the pundits only see everything from the seat of power. They don't see the normal people. Right, they don't like, see... Like, they see people her... People don't see a big picture either. Right, they see her, and also they're paid by people who support her to say these things to make her look good right. and vice versa like Pete Cruz has the same thing Romney right. had the same thing yeah. Bush had the same thing and all the Democratic candidates had the same thing they got these people who are paid by big the same interests that are voting or paying to put these people in office are also paying these pundits to talk about why they're the best candidate right. and they're the only logical choice and it's like but the thing is they're, they're seeing like nobody like even I don't even understand if you're a Democrat the only reason you're voting for Hillary is because she's not. You think Sanders is too extreme. Well, they, a lot of them, it's because or because they you think hate. Won't, they think Hillary would actually have a better chance of beating Trump, which is hilarious because it's totally backwards. Right? Yeah, I think I think Sanders would have a, give Trump a tougher run for his money because he has a stronger supporter base. Because you have people who are right. true believers in right. She's in not. This a, kind of she thing. doesn't have like that ideological like foundation that she right. can play and off of. People. People She's are not reading the signs around. of times. Like, there's yeah. this cool verse in the in the Bible. Like, this is one of the funny things. This is a quick aside here. Um, you know, growing up, kind of in a conservative Christian family and everything, the Bible, and it gets, it gets, you get a very pared down, lukewarm version of it. Right. You go back and read it on occasion, and there's like some shit where like Jesus said stuff that would literally make people uncomfortable like nowadays. Yeah, said, like, Again, like maybe we can come on. Like he said stuff like, "You guys, like there was one time he's talking to like leaders of the time, and he, or like people, and it's like you you." Uh, you foolish and wicked generation. Like, basically, you, you idiots and you evil idiots. <laughs> you guys can read the weather, but you can't read the signs of the times. And basically what he was talking about was this kind of scenario. Like, you right. guys can... He, he was gave a pair... He, he said, like, you can look at the clouds on the horizon, say whether there'll be rain tonight or not, but you can't read the signs of the times. And see like, what's happening. See what's happening in the society country, around yeah. you. And he's like... And basically, it was like the, their willful blindness to certain things that he was talking about. It's the same thing here. Like... They look and they can't accept the fact well, it that fit America into their worldview. Right. But it's not only that, it's that it's not just a worldview, it's like they're not even accepting that their worldview is being challenged. Like they can't accept that right now America's in a state in that it's having within itself a big argument about what it wants to be. Right. You know what I mean? There's big factions amongst the people, not just right. the leaders. Amongst the people that have different ideas about which well, way America should go, amongst the leaders, there's not that much of a disagreement. Right, but I, my whole point like you is said, that they're still playing it the is game. They're just apparent, arguing about the calls. It's becoming apparent, exactly. It's becoming apparent that America is several different countries right now, yeah. arguing about which way to go. Right, and people like Hillary does not have an ideological bent. It is the time for people like that. This right. is the time for those people to strike. And that's exactly why Trump is doing well. Is because and regardless, well. and why Bernie's doing well, regardless of what you think of them as people or about their ideologies yeah. they are hitting what's resonating right with certain with certain groups, groups of, like and people, there's some overlap yeah because some of it's just anti-establishment anti-status quo right yeah so that's what's so that, that's why it's funny to see them think that like she would actually do better right they, they can't look right. even though they realize that Bernie and Trump 
are doing well because of their anti-establishment bend and right. people are feeling this anti-establishment wave, right. they still think the establishment um, straw-stuffed, right. you know, animal here, like a fucking right. dead propping corpse, up, propped up, yeah, prop up it's going to do well. Like, you're like, you just told me that success right now is dependent on this anti-establishment wave right. they're riding. But, I mean, there's enough people out there that, I mean, obviously, she or, be, or she would be winning, I mean, even though there are some shenanigans. Like, I think she's legitimately getting more votes than Bernie Sanders, too. But... Yeah. So there are these people out there, but they're not... It's not this majority, you know what I mean? Right. Yeah, exactly. But, I mean, it's, it's the same reason she's not going to do as well as people think. It's the same reason that the other Republican candidates are not doing as well. People are tired of the same old people. Right. Exactly. And they're... they're like, to think that we could actually have had... had there was a right. realistic chance and they were trying to give us a Bush-Clinton right. election. Like, give me a fucking break. What is this? The, the third time? Yeah. Or the fourth time now? Disgusting. Like, Dear God. It would have been the third Bush and the second Clinton. Like, fuck yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, We've already seen that movie. What is this, the Did dynasty? not turn out well, right? Yeah. Ridiculous. Yeah. But it'll be hilarious. I just, I just, at this point, it's just... just yeah, I just can't wait for the memes that are going to come out of all of the so ripping into her that happens. Like, just, this other going to be... Like too, I said, yeah. Trump's uh, campaign thing should just be the flayed woman. <laughs> once, once the debate like starts, the, uh, be the banner for the like House, House Bolton. Right, yeah, <laughs> exactly. The flayed man, we flayed woman. Once he gets into her for the debates, it'll just be. Uh oh. Like sounds, I said, all I can think of, stupid. all I can think of, is the thing from uh, when people are like, "Oh, I can't wait for the Hillary debate." Like they actually are thinking that Hillary's going to do well in the debates against Trump. All I can think of is the dude from Hellraiser, and we have and, such sights right. to show you. <laughs> <laughs> What's this cat stuff you're looking Apparently, at? Apparently, one other news story. Sorry, somebody made an odd name for a company called Temptations. It's the name of the company. The Temptations Catterbox, which sounds a lot dirtier than you want for a name. What does it make them like meow It's a collar that anytime they meow, it, it, depending on the tone of it, it does a human saying, like saying what they really want. So like, it interprets it? Yeah, apparently. Let's... That probably will scare the shit out yeah, of the that, cats. Yeah. <laughs> Play it. Okay, this might be just... Absolutely. You may not hear it. Let's see if we can pick this up. I don't know how much, like... It's, right now, it's just the first talking cat collar. Since the beginning of time, cats have been an enigma. No one really oh, knows what they're thinking. Look at this fucking guy. Studies show no one with the brain has in order to communicate with humans. So we set out on a mission to get to know them better. <laughs> By analyzing Watch different up. cat noises, we've designed a digital sensor that detects a cat's meow and uses a unique program to turn it into a human voice. Simply connect to our app it's and huge. select your cat's yeah. new voice. It's a big uh, collar. Obviously, you guys can't see the video. We'll try and link to it. Oh, my God. This is so gay. So those guys on the tree are gay dudes. Well, that's who's the interested in their cat's talking cat collar. And not even, like, gay, like, getting boned by the dudes. Like, these guys are gayer than that. This is rather fun. Oh, my, oh my God. God. <laughs> <laughs> These so guys are ready it, for Hillary. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> if you couldn't couldn't hear it there, I it turned just the had mic. one meow and it said, "This looks like fun." I'm like, is that what your cat is really saying? Like, is that the what? It's... This is not for cats. This it, for... No, this is for stupid people who want to believe that they need a deeper connection with their cat. Like, look, oh if you God. can't tell if your cat, your cat is communicating basic emotions: hungry, sad. Frustrated. That's what's interesting is because you know, cats like, are more like limbic system than dogs. Yeah. You know what I mean? They don't like, have that like same... I mean, they, they have personalities. They, They're different, but there's Yeah, not all this... animals have a certain level of personality. They have a lot more right. personality than, honestly, some people would, would think just dumb animals. Right. Like, animals have an intelligence that's better than people think. They have think, some sort of consciousness. Differently yeah, it's than different. Humans. And that's where people get that disconnect. They anthropomorphize. Right. And uh, 
it's like, and that's also been proven that, yeah, all these people like to say that like, cats are smarter than dogs. And actually, it's been proven that no. Yeah. It's just that they seem that way because they don't have a herd instinct. Right. That, or a pack instinct is the correct term. Like, right. dogs don't have a herd instinct. Herd instinct is actually very different than pack instinct. Right. But cats don't have a pack instinct, so it comes across as, like, mysterious and enigma. Just just because all they are is running a script of kill birds. Right, it's all limbic system. Sleep yeah. here. And um, stuff like that. Whereas dogs honestly have like a capacity to understand hierarchy and, and that's why they get along with people decisions instead right. of just reacting on instinct a lot. right or at yeah. least some there's some dumbass I mean, dogs out there right yeah like, i mean wrong. like but dogs have a range of intelligence just like people you can get right. a forest gump and you can get a, a benji yeah or you can get a benji or you can get like mongo right yeah <laughs> <laughs> it's my dog <laughs> right yeah but the thing is that like dogs just seem they seem different or less intelligent but that's not because they're less intelligent because they're actually more cognitively capable it's just they're instinctually programmed to accept hierarchy right you know like because that's the pack so system like followers the dog. sort of right yeah. yeah so people could so they act like big kids sort of so right because they they automatically have this following instinct but that's because well, that shows you something about human psychology right. when someone who's just dismissive and does their own thing is perceived as being like more, more intelligent higher yeah, class yeah, yeah. Very the person follows yeah. right. even though the follower animal is technically a more intelligent animal they right. just, it's just um, it puts itself in a submissive position to right, your yeah. like pack leader it, it assumes status. you're the pack leader yeah. because it grew up with you or was obtained right. by you you know and it's just it, it has it, and you were the provider of food and, and right and cats are just pushy jerks so right they, yeah they seem like they're dominant in that right. way there's a lot of dumb ideas humanity has that keeps living on that you right. know whatever you learn to work with we're them. dumb animals too that's what right, I, was, yeah. I, I don't know if I said this in the last podcast maybe but where like people act like humans are different than animal than just being smart animals that there's something else has changed and like no the world makes a lot more sense when you imagine like human beings as just a dog or monkey that has a really really smart brain right like, we still like when the when the dog think... like takes a shit and it tries to kick it everywhere yeah that's some instinct that's trying to like spread its scent or whatever who cares what it is the point is it's not doing some that on purpose it's yeah. just a script a mental script and so much of what humans do is that it's right. just it's just a People version are afraid of that. Of that but idea. the difference is that we have a brain that will go ex post facto rationalize why we're doing it and make us think that we made a decision. Right. When really we just had it was an instinct. And the thing is, is that we can make decisions. So that's why it's confusing. Because right. like there are things that we because do make we decisions can, back. But like we don't people don't realize when they're just doing it because and when deciding after the fact that that's what they really wanted to do because right. of this, this, and this. Sometimes you're running a script right. and you don't know it or you, re- you rationalize right. it afterwards, as you said. And other times you are making an honest decision. Right. you got to be able to be honest with yourself about which is which. And it's right. very hard. Right. But a lot of the world makes more sense when you realize that people are just really, really smart dogs or, right, or yeah. gorillas. And also, we got to get rid of this idea that that somehow makes us less. You know what I mean? Right. Like, if any, like I said, it just is. You don't have to is. make a value statement about it. It just makes everything... It's a model that makes more sense. Right, yeah. You know like, there's mean? a lot of us that is pre-programmed genetically. And people have always been scared of that because it gives them the sense of determinism. Like, I can never be more. I can never do Right, anything. or makes them think that they're like, yeah, I don't know what the problem with it right. is. But I mean, like... To me, the problem... I have a problem with not knowing the truth about the way the, the, rea- the reality is. And that's right. what makes me feel like... Not knowing how it really works. Like, right. Yeah. Is it refusing to admit how the way things really work? Right. Like, because if you know the rules of poker, you can learn to, you to can do it well. But if you it. don't know the rules, how then would you do that? Yeah, like, you yeah, you're you're just like, well, that just lose Oh, I know. This just game is stupid. Right, yeah. yeah. But, um, well, I won't even go into because this could, I could do a completely long, a super philosophical thing that there's a lot of interesting ideas that come out of that for me. Right. To sum them up shortly, I think that a lot of people, like I said, they get mad about the idea of like intelligence and behaviors being tied to genetics yeah. because they make it think that I'm just a pre-programmed robot of some kind. Or that you're making a value statement about like which people are worth more. more right, yeah, like exactly. If you're dumber that you're not worth as much, right. it's stupid. Yeah, and stuff like that. And it's like, I think that 
just because a lot of us is genetics. I think like basically what it needs is we need a new idea of a soul. You know what I'm saying? Because like or an ancient past, yeah. right? The the ancient past philosophy was that you had a body and you had a soul, and your soul was kind of like your personality or your real self, and then. Uh, it's turning out that your personality is a lot of actually your body, the right. genetic makeup. And so we need to have a new philosophical idea about what part of you is the it's essential you. It's you, really, yeah. And what part of you is the well, meat that's why I always you. describe the just the meat soup principle. Right. You know, like, meaning like you have your brain and your mind are two separate things. Right. And, your, and both can affect the other. Right. You know what I mean? Like, your mind, some of your thoughts will be your brain affecting your mind, but then at the same time, things like the way you think and the way you choose to... Uh, like physically carry yourself like consciously those can also affect like your hormone levels and stuff so it goes right. both ways right yeah exactly there's a lot more interplay it's probably more like the eastern religions where they have a lot of you know that's why things like yoga and stuff came about because like the mind body connection was well, they very realized important then, like you know it could be taking your posture your breathing affected even your spiritual self not right. just and your you, physical self and now you have guys like Wim Hof showing that he can actually regulate his body's temperature consciously right. and stuff right. like that yeah. and it's not just him like he's taught people to do this right yeah exactly which like, is incredible yeah, so I think and his a, body's immune response and everything's incredible. Right. Yeah, so I think it's like I think there's just a lot more interplay between your genetics, your physical form, and your like. I do believe there is something soul consciousness, whatever, more than just the meat you're made of, right? Because yeah. it's obvious that you can't just take a pile of human organs and it's alive because it's in the right configuration. Something right. leaves the body when you die. It's not just the loss of electrical movement in your neurons. Right. Well, because the body can still be alive and the, that, and and the brain be, be dead. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, or, I, mean, exactly. I mean, the tissue can still be alive. Even right, but that's what I mean. You have a quote-unquote brain-dead person, right. a comatose person where there's no one, no one's home, this is but no the body activity. is still going. Right. Yeah, maybe it's artificially assisted, but there's a way to keep the flesh like moving the tissue, without the, the consciousness is alive. there. Yeah, the meat suit's still there and it's still alive, living cells. Right. But yeah. that so, consciousness. But there's a lot more interplay between your. And I think it's different for each person too. I think some yeah. people maybe. I honestly think there's some people out there that are just like empty meat suits. That they're just there is no like real consciousness there. They're just <laughs> a very smart like animal you know what I mean right, like, yeah. and so they can still talk they can still make decisions but there's no like deeper level consciousness there and you can see that with some animals too like I think it's there's a spectrum you know what I mean like yeah. you could look at a dog and see some of it just seems like a dog and then others seem to have like an actual consciousness behind there where it's like the meat suit is very limited they're right. frustrated with the limits of the canine form <laughs> right, but yeah. you can tell that there's they're like almost yeah. trying to figure it out yeah it was some yoga you know from I mean? uh, ancient you know ancient India who messed up his karma and now he's a dog and, who knows but he still has a high consciousness and, it's and all, I think it's could, trapped you could almost see like an overlap where like the lowest consciousness humans are probably <laughs> beneath the consciousness of like but yeah. they're they're just much more capable physically like the human's meat suit is still way more high, high speed right you know what I mean it could be like difference between like a driver and the car like the the consciousness, the per, the human, the empty meat suit human is gonna have a super high speed car, whereas the dog is like a tricycle or something. Right, so yeah. you may be like, no way, there's not even close. But that's not really. You're just looking at the raw physical capacity of the brain. Right. Yeah. You know exactly. What I mean? You're yeah. not looking at the consciousness. like intelligence is different from consciousness because it's the raw physical capacity of the brain. Right. It's, it's like the clock it's speed the of the computer. Suit. Yeah. It's just whatever meat you physically but can do. wisdom like, is different than intelligence because you can have somebody who can make all sorts of mental calculations fast because of their intelligence power but right. they got no wisdom. They got no yeah, consciousness no to insight, understand. There's no, no dealing insight. with like philosophical level issues and right, stuff. Yeah. Even if they're not necessarily good at it but just like even just grasping that there's like a different There's no desire or grasp for it. But anyway, like I said, I wanted to keep that one short because that's a big long. You could go forever. Go on that forever, shit. and it's mysteries of the universe are probably dry as shit to yeah. most people. So let's um, take like a 
epic dose of DMT or something. Right, yeah, exactly. Heroic well, dose. I of, see the serpent that circles the world. Like you know, one like, with the universe. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Heroic, Yicked yourself, the world tree. Yeah, heroic doses of um, yeah. hallucinogens or something. Right, exactly. I, I sat down with Gabriel and smoked a toke. And the, the correct term is to get spongled. Spongled? Is that what it's called? Yeah, yeah look it up. There's actually a game, uh, band called Spongle. Oh, yeah. So we were using it to mean like take a heroic dose of hallucinogenics and psychedelics but it turns out that's actually what the word means urban dictionary spongle let's see a term used to describe someone who's under the influence of a vast quantity of drugs <laughs> exactly most ecstasy or MDMA yeah a, va- a heroic a heroic dose of drugs good god man those pills got me rather spongle <laughs> yeah but there's this crazy sad. like like weird kind of like new age house deep house music or whatever right yeah or band called spongled Spong. I've never heard that before. Can't say I'm deep into the drug scene, though, so yeah. that's why. But that's like I'm not either. A really. vast amount of drugs. Vast, yeah. It's specifically like a heroic it's amount right, yeah. of drugs. Something your body should not contain, right. you know. Like you vast should. amount. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> not just taking drugs, but like you're straight up spongled. That's entering my vocabulary now. Yeah. Oh, it's there, yeah. Spongled. Oh, and speaking of vocab, for some reason it had escaped me for many, many years that savory meant something specific, a specific flavor palette. Beyond, I I had it very much just with like Meaning to savor to, to, to savor like savory it means delicious like right. very generic but it just means good and I didn't know it meant like a specific flavor palette of like sweet it and salty. It came to mean delicious because it's like usually savory meant well, like it got, it got sweet s- meat right. like a, like a tasty meat right so it was like this mix of like like a good steak would right. be savory right and like the juices that came off a steak would be savory right and I'd only ever heard it used in a way that like it would make sense to say so delicious. well it became in the second form savory because like meat of that quality was rare expensive in like right. the middle ages or early days so, like getting a good cut of meat and you're like Oh, that's, savory. Oh, that's savory. And then the word savor means right. to just like cherish and you know enjoy right. it. Yeah. So, so it just kind of because people cherished and enjoyed having a good cut of meat, savory they meats. savored savory foods. <laughs> right. It became mean just enjoying something. I mean, it, never, it didn't really come to mean that. This is how, how it happened in my mind. It really does just mean right. But as people use it to be palette. like, oh, I'm going to savor this. Right. You know, like people oh, use that it word, apropos right. of. Uh, but I mean, it's when you call something savory, you should be saying it that specific. Right, flavor. savory means it's this kind of flavor. Right. Just Which like that, sweet I, that's what I didn't know. Is one thing, or salty, salty or is sour. another, or sour. Uh, savory is a selection of, of, and of I didn't know, flavor palette. I didn't know it was a specific taste. Right. But people weird. use the word savor, like I will savor this, uh, just to mean enjoy now. And like drag it out though. Like right, enjoy, yeah. yeah. But that was because people used to drag out and enjoy the savory foods. Yeah. I don't even know if they're honestly related in that way, but it just it makes sense if they are. Yeah, maybe it wasn't. That's my you know, backward. I mean, that expo- like that's I my said, ex post facto rationalization. That makes that we're talking sense, about. but right. I mean, it, I don't know if that's even how it came about. Yeah. Some things are totally unrelated. Like, like um call someone a pussy yeah. people think it's related to like you know a vagina and it being like oh my god why do you say pussy boy vagina sup and like it's actually related to the word pusillanimous which just means a coward right yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah it's short for a much uh, longer and old school word or it could and, or, I mean that's not proven one or another but it also could be related to like cats were called pussy cats you're like don't be a pussy meaning like right. don't be a scaredy cat right and then, then just later came to mean, a, you know, yeah, euphemism. Don't, don't, right, don't be a vagina. <laughs> well, I mean, that's not what it ever meant. It's just a right, person. but that's what people think it means now. Right. Because it has Which who cares if it does it anyway? Matches like, people slide. act like that's being mean to women. Like, people are called dicks to be, like, meaning you're an asshole. And that's right, like, yeah. Dude, why don't you hate penises? Right, yeah. Nobody's arguing that that's, that's, yeah. Don't blow it out your ass. All right, yeah. Well, speaking of which, I came up with a new a hilarious quote on someone that... <laughs> I was just I was laughing at my own jokes. Where, um, because Prince died recently, 
Yes. And I said, I made something, some post that said, let's not forget his most important achievement, which was launching the career of Carmen Electra. Yeah. <laughs> and someone was like, I don't know if that's his most important achievement. And right. I was like, well, you know what they say about opinions? They're like assholes, and yours is gay. Bait and sweet. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> oh, that was, oh, God, I gotta remember this guy's name. There was this one comedian who's, um, I've heard this comedian before, I've seen him before, but I saw his stuff recently. Shit, let me see if I can find it. Wait, him. what's his bit? Maybe I'll remember it. It's the bit where he's really dry, and he just says, like, kind of uh, stuff where it's, like, always pushing the envelope in terms of be like, you know, dead baby type jokes, but he does it oh, so dry. Yeah, I don't remember so... that. I don't think I know what you're talking about, but... I can find it in my recently watched list here. Um, let me try and find it. I, I think I know. I'm going to recognize the name, but... Why is that not showing up? Is yeah. the name of the special was Thoughts and Prayers? I gotta find. I just can't search. Remember. Just hit search. Yeah, you're right. Prayers. Yeah, Anthony Jaselnik. Okay. Yeah, Anthony Jaselnik. Um, he's dry as all get out. Like in just terms of his delivery, pans deadpan. It, yeah. yeah, deadpan's a better word. He's not dry. He's deadpan. He says everything in a laconic manner. Yeah, and like I don't want to spoil too much. I won't use it, but it'll be like you know, really, you know, bait and switch kind of humor, but always really right. awful. Like you know, like you know, something. Oh, I wish I could think of one right now off the top of my head. You know, but it'd be like kind of like those jokes that are like my wife said I was a. Uh... Something like, oh, it's a big word for an eight year old. Like, those right, yeah, exactly. It'd be like, <laughs> you, you know, twist it at the end. You know, my mom would always get on me about this, you know, and I, and that, you know, like, or like my dad would beat me, you know, all the time whenever I got a bad report card, yeah. you know, and, and so one, the next time I got a bad report card, I gave it to my mom instead. Right. So he beat her ass, you know, <laughs> <laughs> like, like those kind of jokes. Right. You know? I think that was one exactly off the, slightly different delivery, but that was the punchline. Like instead of like, oh, I give it to mom so that because she won't be mean to you. No, no, no. So he'll beat her ass. Right. right? <laughs> Take one for the team, mom. Yeah. That's funny. Yeah. So, um, and it's one of the fun things about it is throughout the whole show, he kind of taunts the audience with like, oh, you thought that one was too far? Right. Buckle in for this one. Right. You know, and like, <laughs> oh, like you know, like, yeah, like I came to do one and they said, you know, Anthony, you can't do a show in San Francisco. It's one of the most PC states out there. He goes, not when I'm on stage. You know? <laughs> <laughs> was he the guy who did like, he was purposefully would do like tweets like that and then they yeah. actually made him take one he was like they were he like would do tweets well, he did one they said I like a what day it, was or two, it was after, after the, the uh, Boston bombing just because he was like I want to make it so that humor is no longer like you can't say that he's like so I'm purposely gonna do something I know is off color right. and they were like well if you, do, if you don't take this down we're going to cancel your show and he was like fine cancel it then but then they called him back and they were like well, there's like 20 people they're all going to have yeah, work he talks about and he was like god damn you people was right, like, I was like, okay with me losing my right yeah exactly they're like, he all these talked people. about that right in the show so right. that, that episode I thought that was where, cool he was like fine yeah he was like Bump, fine kick me you off fire but he was like you realize like 200 people are going to lose their jobs with you and right. like god dang it man. right so he's like I'm not apologizing but I'll take it down <laughs> right yeah exactly he's like you know I like to tweet within one day and then you know he was had a whole bit about that like purposely too soon you know purposely too soon type stuff you know like, yeah, which I think is in this political. I won't, climate. Why I won't spoil the jokes that he actually did because you should watch the special. They're right. um, 
they're funny. It's probably not everybody's sense of humor because it's super deadpan and kind of dry. But if you like envelope pushing stuff, that's right. what it's Especially all about. Especially now when we have even have like Seinfeld and others come out and being like college students are giant pussies now. And right, like offended. Seinfeld of all people probably right. wasn't safe like for some incredibly raunchy comedian. Right, like, like well, I was gonna say he was like Cosby, super safe, but that's a little different. No, now. he's not that. I mean, he's right. He's, yeah, he's not as safe as Cosby. But I mean, like, I don't. No one knew of Seinfeld for being. Uh, like a, a cussy, right? He wasn't like someone kind of guy. Known he was for just like, like a, a, you know, kind of like him or Jane Leno is kind of just traditional observational comedy, right? Right. You know, not doing Tosh like Eddie Murphy stuff, and stuff or, like or Eddie Tosh Murphy, or, yeah. yeah, or anybody doing like pushing the envelope type stuff, you know, or, or Carlin or anything like that, where right. like, they're pushing the envelope in different directions, or even like Robin Williams, who's right. profane and stuff in right. his actual comedy. It's right. Yeah. Not exactly. known for that type yeah, of stuff. Yeah. Even he, they have to be careful now. Like, they made a joke where you mentioned something in, in a woman who did not look favorable in that joke. Right. Like, <sighs> yeah. Ridiculous. So we need people like this guy. Right. We need people to rustle the jimmies. Yep. Jimmies, jimmies need, need to be rustled. They're not going to be happy. They want the indignity. Jimmies That's the can't be grown me. too strong or too frail. Right. They need to be strengthened with repeated rustling. <laughs> right, yeah. And, the, and here's the dirty truth of it. All these people like to complain about this kind of thing. Yeah. It's because they don't have anything to live for but complaining. They want they want the indignity. They want the, they want the freaking indignity. Well, it's like I'm virtue convinced. signaling. It's not about, like, they would well, actually no. be upset with nothing to complain about. Right, yeah. It's But I think it's more than on a subconscious level. It's not just the virtue signaling and stuff I like mean, that. I mean, it's the same way that, like, girls seek, seek out drama in their relationships yes, and stuff. But exactly. They're just seeking out life people, drama. There's certain yeah. people that seek out drama. Like, they cannot survive without right. something so, being about. And that's why about. people make a mistake is then they're like, oh, well, I just need to fix this issue. Like, it's never been about the issue. It's about, they literally need something to be indignant about. Right. So they Either because it. of that reason or just because they're trying to signal their friends about how great they are at finding out, like, and rooting out social This new form issues. of evil that's even more subtler than the last. Right. Turns out that you're also a racist. That's why it doesn't matter color. what the term is they're always going to change them what the right. protected class is always going to be something new or different it's just because it's, it's never been about equality it's never been about the actual issue at, at least all. not for certain people like that's the thing sure, there like, are some true believers you there's some true believers it. but like the problem is that, yeah there's a whole group of people I've this is my estimation anyway and I think other people kind of second this idea with like RK theory and other things so there's like groups of although this is not totally that but uh, it's there are people out there, like I said, that they literally subsist off of finding something to drama, like you said. Right. They're just drama parasites. And it's like, then they latch onto a cause because it feeds that need, not because they actually care about the cause. Right. They just, they're just, they're just, they're just parasites, both financially and emotionally. They just need right. other people to do everything and they need to be able to complain about And like, it. people didn't worry about this shit when they had to run from dinosaurs. They're so right, far yeah. up on the Maslow's hierarchy of needs. Right, yeah. Because generations have not had to worry about actual subsistence or anything like that. Right. And they've given up trying to actually improve themselves, like physically. Right. God forbid they walk in the same room as a barbell or something. Right. <laughs> or even just mentally. Even if you're not like a person who thinks you need to improve yourself all that much, you should at least just be in general shape because it's healthier overall. You should just be the best version of yourself. Right. And yeah, like. I'm like, not talking about like you have to be like Mr. Olympia, but you should be trying to be the best yourself. Yeah, to be the best version of yourself. Exactly. Like some people confuse that where they think that because I can't compete at the top level, I shouldn't try. And it's like, I understand that thought sometimes, you know, because everybody can fall for that trap. If you, especially if you actually care about excellence, sometimes you'll be like, I can't be as excellent as I know it's cape as I know what actual excellence is within this field. Yeah. But at the same time, you need to be the excellent version of yourself. Right. That's all you can do. Right. Not everyone's capable of running like a, but the average person isn't even really worried about excellence, so well, that argument's yeah. moot for them. Like right. they need to just they know. actually take pride. And that's what's so terrible about today is it's not even that they're okay with just being mediocre; they're like celebrating it and trying to get they're other mad. people to accept the mediocrity. They accept, as being, yeah, they're as mad being that laudable. excellence is out there. 
Right. It's yeah. not just they're that like, they're paging Harrison It's not Bergeron. just that I'm okay, you're okay. It's that I'm mad. Right. It's, it's not that they're there. just like, yeah, I, I'm, I'm not going to put makeup on today. I don't care if I look ugly. It's like, no, you can't. They have to destroy everything that's beautiful. Today right, yeah. I'm not putting time. makeup on today, and if you do... Like fat acceptance and right, all this yeah, shit. Yeah. I've never anyway. for that horse shit. Oh, plenty. Yeah. I, I can't so even much. muster anger at it. It's just like, ugh. It's, no, it's just, I, yeah. it's a, I don't even want to have the Have you seen the Trigby Puff? The Trigby Puff? Trigby Puff hashtag. you got to see this. This is a oh. Milo. Okay. Yiannopoulos. There's a particularly heinous shoggoth that was protesting it is. Trigley Puff, okay, it's coming up third down. The <laughs> yeah, list. exactly. It sounds trending. <laughs> All right, images. You have oh to see god, the, the which gift. one here? This Just one any of the videos. Just oh, go- videos. Yeah, this is. I think that's Paul Joseph Watson's videos. Yeah. All right, pause this and then we can watch it, and then yeah. we can pause the the. Okay, recording. give me one second, ladies. Yeah. All right, and we're back. So Brett has seen the Trigley. We're all trying to link to that, yeah. It was. I don't know if I should link to it. That was horrifying. Right, we may save you. It was, but it was from all, a Milo Yiannopoulos. Right, yeah. It was all of the uh, arm underarm flapping that you yeah. don't want to see in yeah, person. Exactly. <laughs> About eight the, pounds man, of ham. Eight pounds of ham swinging under the underarms. You only want to see that in your old grandmother who's popped out six kids and you know like hey like eighty years ago. Right, eighty years <laughs> ago she raised a whole, a whole new generation. You cut her some slack. Now, right. Okay. This is a lovely old woman <laughs> that's been there for her children, and you know she doesn't need to look like you know. She doesn't need to look like a, a young Elizabeth Shoe anymore. Right. Speaking of which, I just recently watched The Saint on the Lark. Yeah. Like, God, she, she was hot. Then. She was hot. She yeah. was hot as crap. <laughs> and or Adventures of Babysitting. Right. Yeah. It's she, she was one of the ones that, for like inexplicably, was just not in that many movies. Right. Yeah. She had like a Bizarrely. peak during the thing. I think she probably just you know, I think she just became a family woman. You know, had her family and uh, yeah, maybe. moved on or something. Or just didn't. Or just got her reason. money and was like, I'm tired of the you know the amount of. I wasn't getting the roles she wanted. And then by right. the time she was like, all right, I'll take anything. It's too late. <laughs> right. She was in a couple later movies like Piranhas or something like that. She Right? No, was she? I think she was in like Piranha 3D or somewhere yeah. too. Oh yeah, or, like, I think she was. C or something like, like oh, that. Oh, I think it was Piranha. She's like a doctor or something. Right. Yeah. Yeah. But I mean, it was like in the '90s she had like a, a late '80s and like '90s she had like a, a spate of movies and she was never a super huge name, but man, she was she was good looking. Uh, <laughs> That's what we shoot our next podcast on. It was like top five of all time or something top 10 you know it's weird I don't really keep like a mental list like I know that. I said I have to make one just to see right. like, like, I, I, like people always ask like, what's, what's your favorite movie star like a like, woman like what do you think's the hottest and then like you know they'll be arguing like oh I think this chick is hotter yeah, than that yeah. chick I'm like I don't keep a list like that like I don't no, make a list to myself make one of, like, I could if I wanted to sit down and do it but it's like well like, I'm not saying like in order but I'm just saying like of like the greatest no I know but I'm saying like my, I don't automatically have this instinct where I'm like I need to pick who's my like you know people do like oh that's my cheat list like if they came around yeah, it's like yeah. I don't care about that I care about meet women I'll actually meet you know yeah. <laughs> like, it's like it just doesn't I don't bother myself with these fantasies about you know which one of the these particular Hollywood starlets is the hottest you know like right. even though I obviously I will point out which ones I think are hotter I'm not gonna right. lie like this one is fatter than that one right. clearly this one is you know better <laughs> than the other I'm not a fan right I'm not exactly. I'll tell you which ones I'm not a fan of oh, but you know what's really, hilarious is that did you see that interview where she was like, I'm moving to Canada? Oh, yeah. And he was like, oh, de- now I have to. Control. Well, and then like, they said, said like, Lena Dunham, Whoopi Goldberg, and Rosie Allen said that all movies. Like, now I have He's to. He's like, now I have to. I'd be right. get elected. I'd be doing such a great service. Right, for yeah, them. it's like, I you know what's I'm, even better, though? I saw yeah. someone tweeted something that said, like, when all these people who moved to America, or, I mean, uh, leave America if Trump gets elected, they're like, here's where you can stay. And it was Trump Towers, Toronto. Right. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, boy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Wicked burned. It's <laughs> a different way to feel burned. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. Anyway, that's probably all we got for uh, this one. I think we're running about 45 minutes. Good cool. place to wrap Sounds it up. Sounds good. Um, 
little light in the news this past uh, week or two. So yeah. we'll cut it off here and say see you guys next time. Adios. Peace.